Welcome to this Verizon Business Podcast. I'm Michael Johnson, and this is part two of our discussion on the Verizon Business 2008 Data Breach Investigations Report. And our guest at Welcoming Back is Brian Sarton, who's the Director of Investigative Response for Verizon Business Security Solutions. Brian, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you very much. Now, we talked last time about some of the methodology of the 2008 Data Breach Investigations Report and why Verizon Business Security Solutions decided to issue the report. Let's delve into the details and talk about what the key findings are of the 2008 report. In doing so, I certainly don't want to take too much away from the study itself. There is a tremendous amount of data, both in terms of statistics, real-world trends, and practically applicable solutions and different kinds of data that the readers can really implement in their own organizations to help keep them out of the headlines themselves as the next victims of compromise. But some real high-level takeaways for people is you have some very compelling evidence supporting the fact that data compromise and security breach are certainly not U.S.-centric problems. One of the biggest changes we've seen over the years is that, uh, in particular in the course of the past six to eight months, is that data compromise is actually moving to different parts of the world. We're starting to see more demand in places like Asia-Pacific, in particular Asia-North, starting to see more demand in that part of the world in certain months than we have even in the U.S., some other facets that certainly of interest is a huge explosion in the role of partial insiders in so many of these breaches that we're investigating. You've always certainly had a contingent of insiders and inside jobs behind these. That's certainly a small percentage of what we see. You certainly see scenarios involving external intrusions into organizations, and those will always be there. But the biggest explosion that we saw take shape in 2007 is that, say, partial insiders, and what I really mean is not current or past employees of an organization, but third parties, contractors or support organizations and call centers and external entities like that to which the victim organization entrusts that entity with some level of remote access to their sensitive servers and critical data, and that access is specifically being misused for the purpose of compromise. So that's been a huge change in what we're seeing, and I think at the same time, we're starting to see very solid, concrete, credible evidence that, in fact, organized crime is not actually targeting these organizations by name, as we've seen in years in the past. Instead, they're taking a more indirect route of targeting entities like these third parties and support organizations that already have access to this data, as if to say, hey, if you've got access to hundreds, if not thousands, of your customers' data, and you hate your job or you're in financial dire straits, then we've got a solution for you. So what can enterprises do to prevent these data breaches? Because it seems like it's a pretty large problem. A lot of these enterprises are dealing with these vendors all the time. It's just part of the global market right now. What can they do? There are some real basics. And we see some very obvious trends, not only in terms of causes, but also in terms of the remediation measures that these companies put into place immediately following the breach, not only while we're still on site for containment purposes, but also in the long run things that are designed to keep them out of the headlines as the next victim. And I think that inside these remediation measures, hopefully the audience will get some good insight into real usable solutions. And interestingly, what we found in terms of commonality across most every breach that we've investigated is the the underlying problem that contributed to this situation is not necessarily a lack of the right technologies or budgeting. It's not a lack of smart people in information security, it's really a lack of policy and process by which the technologies and the people work together. So a couple of basics in terms of those processes is we see these companies getting a firm handle on the concept of data retention. 
what is it that they have, informationally speaking, within the enterprise that is their greatest liability? What is it they have that can't leak out? Understanding the acceptance channels for that data. Who do they exchange that data with in terms of external entities? And where are all the systems on their network that store, handle, or transmit that data in the meantime? And increasingly, these companies are coming to uh, organizations like Verizon and our professional services teams to help them map out those information flows. Then, of course, there's the concept of getting a firm handle on data control and how you go about limiting access to data based upon a business need to know. And companies building data retention and combining that with their data control capabilities once they're clearly defined in order to ensure that they have strict accountability over any time a third party or even their own employees get access to that sensitive data. And what all that does basically is build a good foundation for event logging and basic access control and defines that minimum set of security controls that have to be circumnavigated in order to get access to that sensitive data. And that foundation of data control and data retention really helps those companies create a vehicle internally for reacting to security breach before it blows up in their face and becomes a major problem like data compromise. So in addition to that, there are basic incident handling and mock incident testing capabilities we see these people putting into place, and there's a lot more data on that inside the study. So if our listeners would like to find out more about the study, perhaps even download it, uh, where can they go for more information? Uh, We have that information available on our website. And that website is verizonbusiness.com, correct? Brian Sarton has been my guest today. We've been talking about the 2008 Data Breach Investigations Report that was issued by Verizon Business Security Solutions. Brian Sarton is the Director of Investigative Response for Verizon Business Security Solutions. And Brian, uh, fascinating information, and I look forward to reading it and also having our listeners uh, take a look at it as well. Thanks for being with us today. 